0: People-first
1: organizations will win in the future of work. The only real asset is your people. We, we all, all want, want purpose-driven, purpose-driven work. work. HR-led organization is
0: I'm sorry, but leaders don't need lead empty desks and
1: empty shop floors. Welcome to the People Strategy Leaders Show. I'm your host, Sri Chalapa, founder and president of Engagedly, and a serial entrepreneur in technology, films, and music. This is where we talk to people leaders, business strategists, and organizational savants about leading in the time of change. What is working, what is not working, and more importantly, what we should be thinking about. Stick around to the end of the show. We will reveal how you can be our next guest. And now, let's engage. Hello, this is Sri Chalapa with People's Strategy Leaders Podcast. Today, I am joined with Crystal Maxwell. Crystal Maxwell is an executive human resources officer for over 400 employees' leadership executive and partner with CEO, CFO, and executive board members to develop internal growth, expand and build people and process capabilities, create and drive a culture of continuous improvement and operational excellence while strengthening the business alignment of the HR function. Crystal, it's a pleasure to have you. Thank you so much for taking time to be on my call.
0: Thank you. Thank you so much for um, inviting me on your wonderful, wonderful podcast. Great topic today.
1: Yeah, it's a great topic because the topic we were going to talk about is about burnout and better mental health at workplace. Right. Your area of expertise is improving the function at all levels so that we don't have burnout and have better mental health overall by focusing on career development, which was an interesting way of looking at how can we actually improve the wellness at work by focusing on career development. So can you talk to me a little bit about the overall thought process behind that and how how does career development and mental health go hand in hand?
0: Well, absolutely. And mental health, um, it is something that it, unfortunately we have has stigmatized in our society, but the truth behind it is that having a balanced and mental health absolutely affects all areas. That definitely includes your career, your job, um, your your businesses, um, and if you are not in a good place mentally, um, physically, um, and if there are things that are out of balance, by, Absolutely. It spills over um, into those areas or if those areas are causing um, additional stress uh, because it's not balanced in your life, you absolutely are going to, you're going to feel it. And a lot of us from the research that i have been conducting over these past uh 3 months um would definitely say that a lot of us are experiencing um burnout and so i uh, the the term is post covid burnout um but the term burnout period just means you are worn out you are exhausted you might you are having physical um you're having physical uh um, I guess the, the word would be representations of what the stress would be. So you're tired or you can't sleep. You're overthinking. Um, you might have gained weight or you might have lost weight. Um, you might have begun to lose your hair. Um, you might realize your, your skin. I mean, it's, it's amazing how much gets affected.
1: Yeah, uh, I feel like I, I'm saying yes to a lot of those on uncertain days, some days I'm gaining weight, some days I'm losing weight, some days I'm <laughs> you know, losing hair and, and some days I am feeling really fatigued. Um, and uh, hopefully that's not every day. So that's good.
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: being a leader um, and wearing multiple hats can really burn out people quickly, even if they're not necessarily working 60 hour weeks or more, you know, yeah. Now um, that being said, you know, uh, so burnout obviously is there's a post-COVID burnout that you mentioned. So burnout can be because of lack of clarity of the role or lack of a uh, feeling like you're being pulled into multiple direction. But what specifically is post-COVID burnout that you are describing about?
0: No problem. So I will give you some examples. To like some questions that you can ask yourself, right? Like, am I experiencing post-COVID um, burnout? So, do you have a, a lack of job control or resources to uh, you feel that you that you need to effectively do your job? So, do I have the necessary resources to succeed at my job? What this is a good question for you to ask yourself because. That there's a strategy behind this, and this is this is how you're gonna know if you are going through it. So we have a few of them here that you, your your viewers and listeners uh, can ask themselves. Only you. Don't worry about what anyone else's um, interpretation or opinion of it might be. Try to answer it honestly from your experience, your level of comfort how do you truly feel so let's say do do you have the necessary resources to succeed at your job it's important so we i encourage the um the client to uh talk with their boss exactly about what they may need um and what it is possibly hindering them Um, learning how to be effective and clearing your communication while you are while you're at work will definitely help with that feeling of is this post-covid burnout or is this not a good fit? Uh, not a good fit for me. So, I definitely have some tips there. Um, remember that post-COVID factor may only be resolved sometimes when moving on to the next career, the next phase of your career. Um, another one is work overload. so what about your company culture? Do they reward results versus time physically spent on the work site? Are you penalized for working less even if you still achieve uh, achieve the same results? This is a really good question because we need um we uh, we we need mental breaks okay, and it's okay. I think that we've been conditioned to, to feel like we, we can't ask for that we don't need that we, we we don't have we don't have that right um but here's that's a really good question for you to ask what about the expectations at your job um are they do you are there unclear expectations do you really understand what they want from you or what they need for you to accomplish has clear objectives been identified? if not if you really have to sit down and act you know these are those times when you can put those communications and strategies in forth to communicate and then lastly is is there a lack of fairness and equity this one is huge okay so are the assignments at your position or at your job are they given out equitably is praise and recognition consistent and in balance with the achievement are there favorites Um, These are things to ask yourself about your place or where you are in your career. Do you feel appreciated? That lack of appreciation for your time, for your effort, for your creativity. Um, If you don't feel it where you are, a lot of times you're going to be experiencing burnout because your heart and your mind, all of those things are not all together. So those are just a few examples of what you can ask yourself. If Am I experiencing um, a possible post-COVID workout? Right, burnout. Burnout, oh. burnout. <laughs> yeah, you might need to work out. Workout, workout, workout <laughs> helps with burnout, right? Um, Absolutely.
1: Yeah, so career development, as you said, Mm -hmm. Helps with that, right? So talk, talk to me about how can organizations or people focus on career development as a fix or if you will, a solution to burnout?
0: Career development really has a lot to do with personal development. So being mature, um, and being uh, realistic where you are not not just where you currently are, but what is the trajectory of what you're ultimately trying to accomplish. also, I have to add that being adaptable and learning your transferable skills is absolutely key in career development um and i'll I'll give you an example, my original position. Started in human resources, but that has developed because I have learned some of the other skill sets that are needed. So I've went into talent acquisitions, I've went into chief people officer positions, and that's because I was willing to be open that it doesn't have to all fit in a box. That is definitely something that I have seen really. um, Really make a career change pleasurable for people because they they put you paint yourself in your own box. I don't know if it's because we uh we're stuck to a degree maybe that we have finished, or but even that many of our degrees are extremely transferable if you get down into the skill set of exactly what you're doing. So, career development is truly understanding that it's not, it might just like in life, it doesn't always look and feel maybe how you have planned, but be open to the opportunity and open to the experience to see where your skill set can also be greater use. That's the last, I think part that I definitely have noticed as far as what is successful in those who are having um, career development is connecting that development to purpose. And whatever that purpose is for you, um, it's going to be different for me. It might be different for you and different for others. But what is your, your purpose as far as why you are working? If you can start to develop that personally, that will guide your career decisions as well as you being open to what opportunities are out there i hope that answered it
1: no that does and i think you know if you think about it you might you know you you look at all these different athletes right they experience burnout after a while even in the young age like simone biles for example she was just done you know at a a young age at one point in their life they loved that sport or their activity they were involved in they Mm -hmm. probably couldn't wake wait to wake up and go to the gym or go to the gymnastics training right. or tennis court right. or you know play soccer or whatever it is that they were interested in and then they became really good at it and then they got burnt out because what you might enjoy today
0: Absolutely. is not something
1: that you enjoy in the future because people's aspirations and desires change and if you're doing the same thing over and over and over again even if you're not necessarily working 60 hour days like i said before you will you could potentially be burned out. i'm like i'm tired i'm doing i'm tired of doing the same thing i'm not it's not exciting anymore it's not right. fun anymore i'm not looking forward to it on my day to day job and that is where career development can come in in yeah. terms of looking at adjacent skills other interests maybe look at something completely different where you can take some of these transferable skills of right. transferable skills of whether it's managing you know, people or managing teams. Maybe one day you are good at managing people in a financial services company. Next day, you might be good at managing people at a nonprofit. Right. And so you could definitely take those transferable skills. And that could be one of the career development aspects that you know maybe uh, would really help with burnout is take, take that approach of moving to a different work. And you might actually work more and have less burnout.
0: Absolutely. Of- Absolutely. You know, the old... Um, AJ is that if you do something you love you don't feel like you're working. so so let's say um, for instance those that might we can use the sports analogy. so I I was in I've been doing volleyball right for or gym gymnastics for 15 20 years at this point but I was the athlete. I was the person who was training um the one doing the physical, Training of that particular craft. Again, that's where being open-minded, being realistic, where you are, where you want to be, and where you see yourself. That's where you see people get into coaching, getting to mentoring, um, a, a, a changing. And realizing the gifts that they have to give from their experiences and finding purpose in that. Because no matter how much, even though you might experience burnout as an athlete, you, if you've been doing football or, you know, gymnastics for X amount of years, I'm very I love dance. It's never gonna go anywhere. However, I have to figure out. How does that really work into my every day? Same thing with those who are in those particular, you know, have those particular uh, career choices and even beyond sports. I mean, that's pretty much with anything. When you're getting, if you really like that field, but you're you're tired of your position, your particular role in that position within that field at that moment, consider what would another another role look like. Typically, a lot of times we get burnt out when it's time to advance from being the doer. And it's really more time to be more of the executor, um, instructor, trainer, where you can help others. Um, So I, I see that a lot, too, that I've been doing this so long I could teach the teacher at this point. I really don't have anything else to give. Those people truly should be transitioned into leadership roles to help the ones coming up, yeah. you know? And so, leadership yeah.
1: doesn't necessarily mean manage people. They can be mentors. Yeah.
0: That's you know, correct. They could
1: be teachers. They could be... Uh, trainers. Coaches, trainers. Absolutely. Resources, consultants. There could be many different roles you can play.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the reasons
1: I loved consulting back in the day when I was consulting is I, every project was new. Yeah, new, new project, new set of people, new client, sometimes new industry, altogether, Loved learning about it. And after a while, I got burnt out because I was traveling all the time. And it was finally way too much, you know, for, uh, for me. And yeah, you know, I've been doing it for 10, 15 years at that point. Um, so, you know, one thing we don't talk about a lot is leadership burnout, right? Can you talk to me about, you know, because we always talk about people getting burnt out, employee getting, burnt out. you know, in leadership is also people.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and we don't talk a lot about, hey, as a leader, you get burned out. And and, and I was reading this article the other day, some research that leadership is actually more burnt out now than in, in several years because they just have so much on their plate to deal with, especially with all the labor force movement. Yeah. Right? First, yeah. they had to fire everybody. Then they had to hire a lot of people. Then now people are leaving. Now people are. Now they have to lay out do layoffs again. And then the market is so competitive, right? They're they're dealing with customers who are very fickle, and it's just a lot on a lot of leadership right now. So what
0: absolutely and you are talking about
1: leadership burnout.
0: Yes, you're spot on. It's according to the 2020 and 2021 survey from Gallup. You are absolutely right. Leadership burnout actually looks like it is only getting worse. And so it's Where is it coming from? Why as a leader would, are you burnt out? And this is what you signed up for, right? Well, leaders feel an immense responsibility to serve, support, Um, they not only support, support with positivity and constructive criticism very tactfully at that and have answers to all the uncertainty. So the pressure, the isolation. You can't be too close with certain staff. You can't be too close with certain executives. Um, that that can definitely uh weigh in. Um, it it can be overwhelming, and at some points, a lot of time the leader after they've developed or helped a project to fruition, um, many times they they're like when they see a way for them to escape, that's the way that they feel that it's an escape because they're often not appreciated when they're in those positions and appreciation comes more than just financial appreciation financial absolutely we are grateful we are absolutely grateful for it but I've seen more often than not the finances do not keep the the good employee the one that puts the heart the creativity come in early close late make sure your business is secure like that type of thing that it it doesn't they will often take less to have a peace of mind and feel appreciated than uh to be mis, honestly just mistreated or abused so leaders have it hard and they need um different rewards i feel than just the financial ones um they need to see a trajectory of where their leadership is actually going within their company or within their organization. Um, what is their their path and make it known? Um, and you know, excited about bringing those leaders because especially if you get a transformational leader, uh, you want to hold on to those. You want to hold on to the ones that creates um, relationships and get your employees engaged, not only with them with your company your mission you want to keep those uh, around and make sure that they feel appreciated
1: yeah yeah well, that's a good one because leadership is expected to have all the answers and they don't
0: yeah, yeah. especially in the
1: economy and a situation where things are so uncertain you don't know what's going on from month to month quarter to quarter and things yeah. can on a time yeah you know, like you are you committed to this a year ago why haven't you done it well did you see what's going on with the economy right now (laughs) and inflation and the finding finding a job is hard but finding good employees is also equally harder you know um so anyway it's it's just you know they expect to know the answers and and it's it's like you know you don't you you don't feel like you can right
0: absolutely i'll share with you so my last um um, I won't mention names. My last, my last position, I was in a general manager position. i um, extremely excited about that type of um, opportunity. Um, I will say that within six months, I felt, I felt i felt energy depleted i felt ex- exhausted i increasingly negative feelings toward the 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 job or the the ownership um re, you know the professional efficacy how you are um all, all of those things that they, they just it just begin to just go down 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 and from someone who started if it was a scale of 1 to 10 you guys, I was at an 11, excited, okay, ready. And to, um, so to see, and I hear that often and, and then y'all probably when your businesses or companies, y'all like, doesn't it seem like general managers a lot of times that some companies, not all, cause I see some and they be there for a, a decade, but then I see some and it's like, there's a new one every year. You know, that is typically a sign that that company Um, does not have a really good support system, a good training mechanism, and absolutely is burning out their employees. So I know from firsthand, and I've also uh, have many, many who have shared their um, horror stories um, in reference to that leadership burnout, feeling unappreciated, even getting injured at work, Um, things of that nature, and seeing the attitude change of ownership, people that you were just chummy with for you know however many months or years, but something happens uh, out of your control, and to see how people's attitudes can shift. Um, it's definitely an eye opener and it'll burn you out. Absolutely. You're ready to throw your hands up, you know, so um, I encourage all of us, all of you out there who are think you may be experiencing leadership burnout or a post-COVID burnout to Um, absolutely. I'm going to actually send some of these things over to you for you to share with your audience, for those who might want to look at some of the questions, but ask yourself that, and then don't make rash decisions. Don't act off of emotion, but absolutely your sanity, your health, um, your happiness, your peace, you deserve it. So begin to strategize, um, how you can exit, when to exit, if it's time to exit, and what that next move can be because no one's gonna be your biggest uh your biggest advocate but you and you know if you only some sometimes we can be entitled now let's talk about that, especially us Americans and I can say that because I am one and I've been blessed to travel because you know they like to get they like to tussle on these things, but I am American, okay? So being blessed to travel, you better believe it and and as i I wear mine i I have it. I had that entitled hat. I realized I definitely have it, and I'm um trying my hardest, okay, when I, I go and experience other cultures to realize it's not like this everywhere else. so. Uh, with that being said, sometimes we have entitlements and it's a difference between entitlements and mistreatment. It's a difference between what you think you are owed, not because you worked for it, because you sacrificed for it, you uh, strategized for it. That's that's different. Just because you are you're the one in the position and you think you're cute or you're handsome. You know, no, that's not what we mean by this job doesn't appreciate right. me. Right. <laughs> we yeah. we sometimes it is
1: good to just take a you know, you like I said, it's maybe maybe you haven't taken a break in a long time, you know. Right. You know, and maybe that's all you need to do. Um, and reset your expectations as well. You know, you can't win every day. The there are days are not gonna be Great.
0: do you do you get to travel much yourself i
1: travel a lot actually yeah i travel okay. at least 3 to 4 months out of a year okay out of, okay. Out of my my uh, place in st Louis. so okay
0: yeah. okay so yeah. it, it and it it really helps you i know for me it helps me stay grounded be humble yes. uh realistic um and so yes you guys uh absolutely take some time some family time is great Family time is great, but you guys need some me time.
1: Yes. You guys
0: need some absolutely me time.
1: Yeah. Well, Crystal, it's been a pleasure talking to you. Thank you so much for coming on to my show. Um, I know you help a lot of other organizations and other leaders as well. So where can people learn learn more about you and reach out to you?
0: Absolutely. So you all can... Uh, link in with me on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. My name is Crystal Eve Maxwell. So we'll send some stuff over. And then also my organization is called Beautiful Influence. So you can look up Beautiful Influence on Facebook and see some of the wonderful things that we are doing for uh, for, uh, minority-owned businesses and entrepreneurs. So absolutely, y'all link in and let me know what you guys need, how I can help on any type of platform. That's absolutely what I'm here to do. Well, Thank you, Crystal. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Have a great rest of your weekend. I will. Thanks. All right. Bye-bye. Sri
1: Chalapa here. Thank you so much for listening to the People Strategy Leaders Podcast. If you are a successful leader or a people strategist who would like to be on this program, please visit engagedly.com slash people strategy leaders podcast. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? If you know someone that would be a great guest, tag them on social media to let them know about the show and include the hashtag PeopleStrategyLeaders. I love seeing your posts and guest suggestions. We are regularly putting out new episodes and content. To make sure you don't miss any episodes, go ahead and subscribe. Your thumbs up, ratings, and reviews go a long way to help promote the show and mean a lot to me and my team. Want to know more? Follow me on LinkedIn and Twitter at Sri Chalapa. Thanks for listening. We will see you next time. And thank you to Patrick Ramsey, sound engineer at Kalinga Production Studios, for recording and mixing this show.